Hello. A very, very good day to you, Victoria. And how are it we? It is. Here we are in our pyjamas. Well, here we are. And how are we? Not you and I together. Offs. <laughs> no, I'm not in my pyjamas. Happy lockdown weekend one. Your lockdown use... two, weekend one. <laughs> Your um, use of the word pyjamas is of interest because later I think we are going to be talking about something Indian, aren't we? And of course, everybody knows that pyjamas like bungalow is an Indian word or a word of Indian origin. You're getting anyway. very Giles Brandreth on us, Ben. I know. I'm feeling very Giles Brandreth. It must be the atmosphere in lockdown. People will think that they've tuned into Radio 4. <laughs> in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were a bit of a regular fixture on Radio 4, weren't you? Oh, that's true, yeah. Radio, and Radio 4 is my favourite. I love it. It's true. In the old days when you were a mover and a shaker. <laughs> well, I used to be, as we... Probably this leads us very nicely into our introductions. I'm Ben Ando, and I used to be a BBC News correspondent on TV, radio, and so on. Um, and now I'm not. Now I'm an old has-been. But I enjoy doing my little podcast with you, Victoria. Well, I used to be a fashionable young lady. <laughs> and now I'm a seasoned hack. <laughs> well, actually, in comparison to you, Ando, I'm a little bit behind on experience however in comparison to the rest of journalism i am a seasoned hack well seasoned <laughs> a decade a decade in the business well i'm seasoned because i'm very salty and you're very peppery <laughs> well how come you get salty and what did i get milfy peppery i said peppery like pepper you'd like I'm to be spicy i'm i'm fajita mitts oh god <laughs> You're the full she, enchilada. She loves to eat her burrito. Oh, everybody loves a burrito. I love burritos. Oh, would you even have one at this time? No, right now, because of... Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if we talk about when, what the time of day we're recording. Because of COVID restrictions. It's, it's kind of just after breakfast. So if I was having anything right now, I'd be having huevos rancheros. Oh, yeah, you love saying that. I know I do. I actually only say it, so I like saying the words. So what? I'm Victoria Mitzi. Shit it. You, you just told <laughs> us I'm, who you are. <laughs> did I do that already? No, I didn't. I didn't do it properly and say, here I am. Go in on then, the, do uh, it properly. In the heartbeat, the finger on the pulse of Plymouth at the moment. <laughs> here I am broadcasting virtually live, as live as it gets these days. Plymouth is just about heading for a full aneurysm with you with its finger on the pulse. Oh, not we we can't head for that kind of language at this time of day. I did think it was relevant to say this time of day because I want our listeners to know how much we love them to push our schedules all over the place due to childcare. How dull. You do it because you love yourself. <laughs> you broke up on that bit. Oh, did I indeed? <laughs> hey, listen. Well yeah. done, America. Oh God, that's all What's I've a... got to say. So, so what we're going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about uh, a bit about the U.S. elections. We're going to talk about um, the Johnny Depp situation, which is uh, which is getting better and better. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, allegations around um, how Martin Bashir got his interview with Princess Diana back in the nineties. How Bashir and, bashed his way into the interview. And we've got a bit of a comedy Indian story, or a comedy story from India, which I just mentioned briefly, but yeah. Um, Bollywood well story, may I hasten I, to add. I did read something that made me chuckle about the US election, which said that the atmosphere is so bad in the White House right now that staff <laughs> there have bought scented candles. <laughs> I mean, it must be poison. I'm just... I didn't... I know I... I OK, I, I know I'm a terrible person. I get that. I'm a horrible, horrible individual. But I've got to say, I am just taking such pleasure in watching that bright orange bully 
such an obnoxious man having to actually face it that he lost and he can't face it and the joy is every every what outraged is it, ben, tweet about other obnoxious men that you love to see <laughs> falling from grace i'm sorry it's sean freuder i believe yeah trump and freuder i like the tweet saying is melania on tinder yet <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, that that picture I sent you. I, I should should put that on our fave twit, shouldn't I? The the one where she's like digging grave for husband. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that starts in every woman's head I've as seen soon those... as she gets that ring on her finger, doesn't it? Digging grave for husband, which is she's... actually which is actually we have to say it in the voice. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Do the voice. Can, I, you can't say it without Melania's accent. Husband, the law's election. Now I dig in grave. Uh, now I tinder. Assistant, how, how I tinder. Husband, the law's election. Now I find a new winner. <laughs> now, I, now I find a richer one. Yeah. I know Flotus anymore. Don't worry, madam. You'll be fine. Husband to lose election. I need a man with big election. <laughs> Biden, he nearly dead. <laughs> yeah, that was actually quite funny. Was somebody else I saw said, who'd have thought that two men well over 70 could maintain an election this long? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just it's just joyful. I mean, it's been I saw, quite crazy, a little bit arduous. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's been a long, a long haul, and I mean, what well, the thing I, I suppose that still surprised me is that I just don't get who are the people. I mean, this is this is a clearly I do not understand Americans, and I think America is a wonderful country. I love it to bits, but I know that I don't understand America. I don't get why they're all so religious and why God has to get into everything. You know. For fuck's sake. Oh, you know, it's funny. I we find don't do that, that amusing. nonsense here, thank Christ. Have you seen that spiritual <laughs> woman with her rolling eyeballs? <laughs> no, I haven't. Are we coming on to a spiritual woman, though, later, aren't we, with the, the princess die thing? Um, no, Every but, single woman in your but, vicinity so America, has rolling eyeballs, Benando. I don't know. Eye rolling is not cardio, as I said <laughs> with my teenage daughters. <laughs> You've got a roving eye. We've got a rolling eye. <laughs> I'm just so... I don't understand why they're also into God. That's one thing. And the other thing that I just don't understand about America is how there can be so many people who would look at Donald Trump and think, yeah, that's my guy. That's the guy who embodies all the values that I hold dear. That's the guy who's going to get my vote. And yet, what, 70 million of them did. OK, a friend of mine who you know is very into Trump, and I think you know who I'm talking about. Oh, that, that, what, that friend of yours... She's a, a London girl. She's just sort of one of us. And yeah. she's there being very behind him. So I think it's quite average, actually. I think a lot of people are. So I know what, okay, to you and me, it's enough. crazy. So what is, the thing that they, what is the thing that she is seeing in him that I'm not? Wonga, baby. I mean, what was it about millionaire Paul Daniels? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the same thing. And I think most well, women I mean, are... <laughs> isn't that the cliche that they say most women are impressed by money and uh, power, is it? And men are impressed by the obvious. But I'm not saying you can't be impressed by his money and power, but to actually vote for him and say, that's the guy I want to represent me. That's the guy who I think most embodies my core values. And you're choosing to vote for him instead of Joe Biden, who is also powerful and rich. Can I tell you, I am ashamed to say this, but I say it because I wonder if any of you agree with me. And when I say you, you always go, me? No, Ben, not you, everyone okay. listening. 
that when you see them front a parade and Melania's there, do you know she's a former fashion model? She's wearing whatever Givenchy or whatever thing she's wearing that day. She looks quite sharp. He is a major bullshitter who who just walks the walk. It's what America was made for. They love a bit of PR and it's all built on that and, and confetti and MAGA and stupid hats and stuff that we don't understand. Neither does half of America. But half of them, more than half of them do. I suppose Enough that I Enough of them understand. do to make it dangerous. I, I do get that point about, um, you know, MAGA hats and the, all the bullshit <laughs> and everything. Do you want a MAGA hat for Christmas? I do, I do not want a MAGA hat for Christmas. <laughs> it's MAGA. <laughs> every, if you're on Instagram, you'll know this, but every now and then you get somebody sort of like message you sort of like um, some kind of scammer a picture of a very pretty girl saying hi and so I'll reply and say hello and I'll, I'll find out where they are and they're, they're usually they say they're American but then say but I'm visiting family in Africa or something like oh yeah right but anyway, I love say, the way you reply when they say they're American <laughs> I always say <laughs> I always say do you have a MAGA cap oh do you yeah well, just to see and none of them never know what that is so they're obviously scammers but I'm just hoping one day that I get a real American woman <laughs> message me and I say do you have a MAGA hat and she can go yeah and I say well you're a fucking moron fuck off <laughs> instead they go no I'd like you to support my family in Nigeria and you go okay yeah oh no I did have one who said I'm um, sorry I don't know who to ask but like, yeah ask a fucking stranger on the internet like some kind of twat <laughs> so I don't know who to ask but I, I was travelling in Africa and I lost my passport and all my money and blah 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 so I said oh fuck off God, that's like quite a thing to achieve, travelling in Africa and losing your passport. I think it's quite industrious. <laughs> and your money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wanted to know if I had any local news. I did. I, I actually do. But you're gonna, it's going to be eyeball rolling as opposed to hand rubbing, which you wanted. Because yeah. I can't say stuff about the legal processes, as you know. Uh-huh. As you all know, being true crimers. But what I can say stuff about is... I'm having issues proving that there is criminal activity going on in the vicinity to my landlord. And that has caused me about 80,000 emails over the past week. And they are trying to cover it up because they want the rent, obviously, because they're landlords. And they are sort of pretending they've called neighbours to verify stories and stuff and are not. And it's just making it really hard work. And they know I'm just going to go, do you know what, forget it. But But you're not, because you're you. You think I'm not? No, there's no way you'll forget it. You're, 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 you're like a dog with a bone, like a terrier with a small child's toy in its mouth. You, there's no way you'll... Um, <laughs> it's a a small child with a bony. I nearly said a small child's arm in its mouth and then thought better of it. Um, you make like, me feel hungry. You're like a, like a pit bull, with, <laughs> a pit bull who's latched onto a child's leg. Mitz bull. He won't let go. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't have the time at the moment because, as you know, there are projects in the pipeline. Oh, God. Hey, let's talk for your about support. Johnny Depp. Let's talk about Johnny Depp. Look, as soon as it comes on to me, off you go. Yeah, let's talk about Johnny so, Depp. So, uh, so Johnny Depp, we know he lost his libel case. We talked about this last time, and then it, it, it we heard the other day that he'd also been boot. Well, it, Do you, you mean one of his libels, the High yeah, Court oh, yeah, that's libel? True, yeah, one of them. The, the, the UK London one, libel the American in one London. is still going on. Yes. So he's then been 
basically booted off the Fantastic Beasts film franchise. He was he see he wrote a letter to his fans that was sort of put on the internet saying he had been asked to resign from his role as Galert Grindelwald and he had respected that and agreed to the request. He also in that letter described the libel judgment as surreal and confirmed his plans to appeal. But the thing that's striking me that's got me more about this is that there's the photo they've shown shows him kind of with his hands almost in prayer, albeit he's holding a cigarette. And he's got loads of rings <laughs> on his fingers. And I always thought, that's what did it. If if I was a judge, I wouldn't trust a man with lots of rings on their fingers, would you? Well, What's with Johnny men wearing Depp. lots of rings on their fingers? It's Johnny Depp, isn't it? And it's also like people with tattoos on their faces. I don't understand it, but... And then sometimes I think, oh, they don't look that bad. Yeah, I don't know. Rings on the fingers for a man. I always think, yeah, yeah there's but, something, but there's something this sleazy about you. is where Johnny Depp you. sits. And not and in a good us, way. Tell us, jo- Johnny Depp fans, because this is exactly where he is. He's in his own funk. And that's where he'll always stay, beyond sort of, you know, certain realms. And in a slight limbo, I think. And that this is what sort of kept his support huge support continuing now and people still you know justice for Depp is is continuing to trend how many you know it's been months now it's it's really crazy support and at the same time you know we all know that all parties weren't cleaner than clean in the case (laughs) they weren't cleaner than turd they weren't wipey wiped they they weren't whiter than their sheets were they their brown stained sheets of course, I don't know if you've seen the uh, tweet that Ben Ando has sent to the film company saying that he would like to put himself forward for the role <laughs> as Gillert Grindelwald. <laughs> Not a chance. Because he thinks that he fits the job specifically. Well, I, 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 could, I, could, um, I could say that I've managed to shit the bed just like Amber Heard, so, you know, it's, it's all okay. Oh, what, well, you're sitting there in your own wee-wee and poo-poo. <laughs> like, uh, like the uh, terrier. What was the terrier's name? Do you remember? Bernard. Oh, which terrier? No, their terrier was called Fifi or something like that. And they were just going oh, on about right. the terrier all the supposed time. supposed to be dog shit in the bed, wasn't it? That's right. And he said, no, it's, the shit's <laughs> much guess. too big to have been produced by a terrier, given that it's tw- the shit was twice the terrier's length. Because they have one of those little <laughs> disgusting rat dogs. Yes. Isn't that a terrier, small terrier? No, no, terriers can be quite big. I mean, terriers are just shaky little ones. <laughs> Yorkshire like a... terrier. Oh yeah, look, Yorkshire terriers are little, but but English bull terriers are pretty big. I really <laughs> want to remember the quote because it was like it was a fifi turd, not a poo poo, no, not an amber turd or something. No, it was a no, that's right. It was a frou frou poo poo, not an amber turd. About the bloody dog. I mean, that's it. That's what I'm trying to talk about. This parallel universe. It's the universe um, Mariah Carey also lives in. With you know, she's a <laughs> ah, butterfly. Don't bring Mariah Carey into this. <laughs> she, otherwise, I really her? will. Otherwise, I really will just lose it. <laughs> can you hear her? Here she comes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <clears throat> so poor old De- poor old everyone to do with this ah, case. It just sounds Johnny. like it's miserable. And um, Sharon Stones then chimed in, oh, saying God, that she's comparing. <laughs> Well, just, she's, she's comparing it to her and Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Didn't God, we think that? It's a just logical what you don't conclusion. Want. If, you're, if you're on the rack and you're sort of thinking, where are all my showbiz friends come to support me? <laughs> and the one that crawls out from under the stone is Sharon Osbourne. Interestingly oh, enough, somebody now who does... totally fucked, you'll think. Is anyone thinking what I'm thinking in that Sharon has been known to send turds in boxes? Oh, yes, yeah, she has, hasn't she? That's right. She's a, she's a, she's a turd poster. She's a, <laughs> a poo poster. 
<laughs> there are titles for the podcast right there. <laughs> she, she, she'll post a plop or two. Oh my God, I came across because there are a lot of, um, maybe you're listening, uh, our Latin American friends, Pirate del Caribe. Pirate del Caribe star. Brilliant. What's Isn't that, that good? It's the Pirates of the Caribbean in Spanish. Pirate del Caribe. Pirates del Caribe, traemos los testículos. <laughs> That's the same voice you used for that cartoon star that you're going on about, ba- Baby Hernando. <laughs> baby Hernando. <laughs> that, was, that was Baby Hoyman. <laughs> He's got his, like a really strong New York accent. And I got a my big clips cigar. right there, right in the bag. <laughs> baby Hernando. <laughs> Um, so what did Sharon Osbourne say? What she actually well, said? Well, actually, this Mirror article was quite a convoluted regurgitation of the whole case, but there's one line yeah. saying that he would shove me and I'd shove him back. Some people are like that. If there's an... Okay, I'm trying to do her... How's her voice? She, she sounds a little bit like she's holding her nose, doesn't she? <laughs> some, some people are like that. If there's enough love, you work through it with help, but there obviously wasn't enough love to keep them together. No shit. <laughs> no shit, Sharon. I mean, you're right. I mean, basically, so Sharon Osborne, I keep wanting to say Sharon Stone. Sharon Osborne keeps saying that I would give him what he gave me. He'd shove me, I'd shove him back. But that's a bit different to what happened in this case, where the judge found that Johnny Depp beat Amber Heard 12 of the 14 times that he was alleged to have been violent towards her. I mean, I think I think the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case is a bit more than a little bit of pushy, sho- pushing and shoving, isn't it? I mean, it weren't there sort of like so. damaged fingers and all that kind of stuff involved? Yes, the top of his finger got removed, didn't it? Removed. <laughs> removed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a f- <laughs> it's a fingerectomy. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think that we've made the point there, and um, we want to hear more from Depp fans because we know that you listen. And we're really grateful <laughs> not, for that. No, after I do. What I, I said about rings. <laughs> oh yeah, are you apologising now? No, I'm not apologising at all. I stick to it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm suspicious of men who lots of rings. <laughs> but love, I mean, onion rings. That doesn't mean he's not a good actor. But I don't think he's a great actor. I don't think the multitude of rings on his fingers does him any great favours. What we want to know is, has he got bells on his toes? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Bell. <laughs> so moving on I think he would laugh at some of this as well Princess Diana is I mean, Princess I, this is, Diana, Lady dies. I am actually her. old enough to remember when you know the, we, the whole Martin Bashir thing in 1995 happened and it was like and at the time I remember you know journalist friends and I would just say how on earth did he get this into A we'd never fucking heard of Martin Bashir at that time and B it was like, how did this guy get an interview with the Princess of Wales? How did he get her mm. to sit down with him in, like, I don't know, a hotel room or wherever it was, and basically blurt out that, you know, she, Charlie was, you know, nobbing Camilla on the side and all the rest of it? It was like, wow. It, was just, it just seemed stunning, utterly amazing. Do you think that there may have been a little bit of persuasion going on then? Well, and this, and, well, this is it. And so this is... So, so the BBC's story is that... Martin Bashir had information that, shall we say, brought the princess to the table. And, however, she wrote a letter to confirm that she wasn't actually coerced and that she gave the interview of her own free will. Now, 
a friend of uh, the princess, or an ex, a former friend of the princess, I suppose, Simone Simmons. I mean, who's, if your surname is Simmons, why would you call your daughter Simone? But let, we'll let that lie. Because can I say that a lot of newsreaders have the alliteration, sort of, or make up a name, sort of Jenny Jones or whatever, because their parents wanted them to be famous. They usually made some kind of trajectory towards some kind of performance. I know the drill. And uh, then they end up in, in those kind of careers. Okay, fair enough. Well, hmm. I, I didn't know that. Um, so Simone Simmons says that um, this, the idea that the princess would have written this note uh, is an out and out lie, she says. She says she never wrote any note. She would not write anything like that. Now, the, 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 the twist in this story, I suppose, is that the BBC now admits that this note, which is important evidence, obviously, has gone missing. So what Simone Simmons is saying, well, of course it has gone missing. Something that is that important. They're not going to lose it, are they? And I'll say, well, actually, newsflash for Simone Simmons. I've worked at the BBC, and I know how fucking incompetent lots and lots of senior managers there are. So it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that they've lost this note. Because actually, what do you do? You Okay, so you've got this note in 1995. You maybe keep it for five or ten years. But there comes a point where you're going to think, well, this is all blown over now. And anyway, where do you keep it? There's not like a safe of secret stuff. In, I mean, like, it's like I suppose this, the safe that the sun has, where we've got all their juiciest stuff in, like, you know, celebrities being fucked by Alsatians and all that. I mean, come on. <laughs> the BBC has not got a safe where it keeps all this stuff. I mean, if anybody kept that Either note... Either way, OK, I think we've established the fact that it's probably gone walkies. Yeah, but if anybody had kept that note, it would surely be Martin Bashir. I mean, it was it was his, well, you know, journalism. Well, this is something that we have to go on to say, that Martin Bashir is seriously unwell. Yes, he now. is, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's possibly why this hasn't been made such a big deal. It's sort of simmered. It's a big news story, but it's sort of simmered because um, he's suffering with complications from coronavirus as well as poor health. So on that count, oh, obviously... Oh, coronavirus? Well, I didn't know that. Yep. 57-year-old Bashir also has been accused by Dai's brother of getting him to secure the talk by allegedly showing him forged bank records. So this whole thing is, is a little bit shady and the BBC has pledged an investigation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know about in, those investigations. Uh, I mean, a, 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 a bit, what was it? A BBC investigation. I think that's a bit like being savaged by a sheep, as um, I think Margaret Thatcher once said about Geoffrey Heard, Geoffrey Howell, rather. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a BBC investigation. I wouldn't have a huge amount of faith in that, to be honest. What was the savage by a sheep quote? I want to know that. He was very critical of her in the House of Commons, made a very devastating speech. She said it was like being savaged by a sheep, except that actually it was probably the thing that pushed her over the edge and she had to resign shortly after. Okay. Was that quick enough for you? Very quick, lovely. I'm not used to it. I I nearly (laughs) fell off my chair. (laughs) Used to be waffling on. Okay. Have you ever heard of Melind Soman? A lot of you will. I hadn't. Had you, Ben? <laughs> no, of course not. I don't know anything about India. You don't know anything about India? No, I've never been to India. never wanted to go. don't know anything about it. I love Indian oh. food. That's about my limit. Um, and I don't know anything about Bollywood well, if either. You In fact, I fucking hate India, Bollywood. You don't Bollywood know what stuff Indian is just food total is. shit. I mean, does anybody... You didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. Yeah. Sorry, go on. You finish. No, we just... We, that was one of our concomitant talking experiences. <laughs> um, if you haven't been to India, you don't know about India. Food, really. 
Yeah, oh, no, the, oh, yeah, but come on, this is the same story of the whole the You're old Hong Kong chicken China. Korma. <clears throat> so, so back in well, nineteen ninety. You're talking Lloyd Grossman chicken korma. Back in the late nineteen nineties, when Hong Kong was being handed back to the Chinese, I was at ITN. I remember a whole load of people went off to uh, to, to Hong Kong for the the handover. And they were all raving before they left about how they're going to try genuine Chinese food. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And when they got back, I said, so how was that genuine Chinese food? And they all went <laughs> white. And so the first night we were there, went out, went to a said to the driver, take us to a proper Chinese restaurant. He said, are you sure? I said, yeah. <laughs> they got there. They didn't understand anything on the menu. So they just ordered a couple of, you know, one or two of everything. And what arrived was like, you know, bits of chicken <laughs> knee and, you know, bits of beak and, and all this kind oh, of I stuff. I love a bit of chicken knee. Well, that's, but, the, the, but uh, you know, real Chinese food is, is all the sort of the stuff that we don't like and they think that what we eat is just bland rubbish so, oh, so the that rest is so I bet people are just tearing their hair out listening to that but there's, but there's real tr- Chinese food is all the yucky stuff we don't like yeah but and what they think is that our food that we like is bland rubbish they they like all that stuff that's fine you know no problem with that but it, it basically the whole team spent the rest of the entire trip eating in Pizza Hut <laughs> I remember my sister telling me that she, because she went to Japan and she was like, oh, I love sushi, I'll be fine. Yeah. After about two days of nothing else but local fare, she was kind of hunting down a Starbucks for a bagel. <laughs> a bagel. She doesn't even like bagels. <laughs> oh, where else was she? Where else was she that she was, oh, yeah. And I said, oh, Mexico must have been really great. These two... I've never oh, been to God, yeah. either. And yeah. she, she was like, the food was slop. It was tasteless. It was awful. I was like, mm, I can't believe that. That's, that's I love guacamole and burritos. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But maybe she went to the wrong bit. Anyway, the story is, so this this guy, this, this I mean, I say, and I hate Bollywood, by the way. Oh, I can just I think... tell this? You've told the others. Okay, you go on then. Okay. This actor and model has been charged over a nude photo that he posted on Instagram. Soman, I hope I'm pronouncing it properly, posted the image last week showing him sprinting nude down a Goa beach with the caption, happy birthday to me. And it's attracted nearly 150,000 likes and thousands of comments, as you can imagine, like such as ours. Um, but police were called into action following a complaint by a political party, Goa Suraksha Munch. The party said Soman had indulged in public obscenity and tainted Goa's image. <laughs> he tainted so Goa's image by, by showing his taint. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually, apparently you can't see it. I haven't looked for it for myself, but my friend did. <laughs> what, purely for research my, reasons? <laughs> yes, a source close to me looked at it. I think he's, he's a good-looking man. He's a, yeah, I can see why he'd be a, sort of, you know, a, a heartthrob for the... Uh, yes, a, he's a runner. A certain age of lady. But, yeah, apparently he's turned to the side and I asked if his, um, <laughs> his Bollywood had been covered by an aubergine emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so have a look at that. But um, his, I think this is quite interesting. His wife, Ankita Konwar, did an interview with the Bombay Times saying it sends out a positive body image and people are being free to and happy with who they are and I like that I think it's all lovely I'm totally behind I don't want to see juggly willies <laughs> You're totally behind his taint totally on that beach no I think if he's turned to the side and it's all done with a sense of decorum that's fine and Melinda is cool 
I th- so the thing that gets me is uh, India sounds like a country of killjoys. So That's this, right. This guy Not has a country, been, maybe. This guy has been done uh, on charges of obscenity before. In 1995, oh, the same year that Martin Bashir was interviewing Lady Di, he <laughs> and model Madhu Sapra were charged for appearing nude in an advertising campaign wearing only a pair of shoes and a python wrapped around them. I uh. assume the python there was wrapped around their bodies, hiding their genitalia, and not just wrapped around the shoes and I mean maybe it wasn't a python at all (laughs) Millen's python (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like you know we we have ads like that all the time I mean if you if you can't see his his bits because he's got a python wrapped around them even if it's only a stunt python then where's the problem um it's no worse than a woman wearing a bikini I don't know maybe bikinis around do you know what they are they might just be a jollier form of you know there's always one in a pub and a bar, oh, he just pulls their could... pants down. Yeah. He's one of them, is he? I mean, like you said, I mean, it got 150,000 odd likes and comments. So, I mean, and also what annoys me about this as well. <laughs> Would you get any likes if you were running down a beach? <laughs> I, don't think I'd get any like... <laughs> I don't think I'd get any likes at all. I don't... But don't, don't, don't worry, folks, my taint's not appearing in any beach near you soon. Um, but <laughs> but what, what really annoys me as well is that the police were actually called to action following a complaint by a political party, Goa Suraction Match. I mean, why don't they just fuck off and mind their own business? I mean, you know. Oh, I they're bet- obviously. Yeah, but we all know about um, people poking around from political parties. Lots mm. of purrs for my mic there. Yeah, yeah. For, I'm a popping away this morning. I mean, mm. so this guy, this this politi- political guy, Samir Kutwalka from the Goa Surakanch Man, sorry, Goa Suraksha Manch, said mm. in a newspaper he was happy some man had been charged. He said he has used Goa for cheap publicity. I won't do the accent. He has used <laughs> Goa for cheap publicity and acted foolishly on a public beach. I'm like, what's he done? He's just run along with his tackle out. Who cares? But hey, you know what do I? Know? I don't think it was even out. I think it was um, concealed. Well, his, hang on, I haven't seen this photo, so do, what do you mean it was concealed? I haven't seen it, but I was talking to someone I know who knows about Bollywood yesterday yeah. about it, and um, and they said that you can't even see his Bollywood. You can't even see his... You can't... Oh, OK. So it must have been concealed somehow. You can't even see his Jalfrezi. And they're, they're an ex-Bieber. Are they what, what? An ex-BBC. Oh, OK. So... Partially reliable source. A partially, I wouldn't get too hung <laughs> up on that. <laughs> Can I also say yes. that um, I just think body positivity in this way is to be encouraged, but what I don't like is lots of dangly genitals. Well, are you saying you're not an enthusiast for the last chicken in the shop look? <laughs> the last, the last giblet. <laughs> I actually, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm quite body positive. I don't mind nudity at all. I, I walk around my house naked a lot. I don't care about it at all. I don't see do a you, big problem. Do you venture out? Um, if it wasn't indecent and it was a hot day, I'd be perfectly happy walking around naked. I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. I'd probably wear a pair of flip flops just to protect my feet. But I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, but you know, you don't do it because it's not acceptable in society. But down a beach like that, I'd have thought, you know, just a fun photograph for you, saying happy birthday to me. Um, Can I just ha- say many happy returns to me? Friend of the podcast, Ian, is definitely going to pick on this aspect oh, um, if he chooses to review <laughs> us this week. <laughs> I wonder what you're going to get called, Pampas Grass. <laughs> I don't wear Pampas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you keep your Pampas on when you run out of the house? With your <laughs> what my baby Hernando Nappy. I've got to say, nudity is massive in Germany. Um, uh, can we have another quote from you? They don't. What was the last thing you said? They don't care in Germany. They don't have any. Oh, they'll do it. Yeah, they'll do it. They'll do anything with anything to anything in Germany. That's Everybody knows right. that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but it is well, uh, but they do what they do tend India, to do. And you can't they do care about their. They do care about um, exposing themselves to any potential hazards because they always keep their sandals on in Germany <laughs> you can keep your sandals on you can keep your, <laughs> your sandals, sandals on, on. Yeah, keep your socks on you can keep your socks on socks and sandals but I... the Jenny, the Jennies are always out where in Germany yeah, yeah that's at, true. at the yeah, slightest I mean, possible Germans provocation can't wait to get their kit off. you'd be I'd be sitting and I spent quite a lot of time uh, in Germany uh, on, on a lake they love their lakes as well and then all of a sudden it'd be like massive charge towards the water and clothes would just be left in a little um what's his name um, who's the guy who's stripped off? Re- they'd be left in a little Reggie Perrin on the floor and everyone would be Perrin charging pile. towards the water. But that's a Northern European thing, isn't it? I mean, the, the Swedes and the Norwegians and the Germans. I mean, the worst, the Finns. I mean, goodness me, you go into a sauna in Finland and try and keep your clothes on. Good luck with that. It's like it's like unisex naked saunas, and that's perfectly normal, isn't it? Yes, you're actually informed it's not regulation to wear yeah, any I mean, clothes. If this guy had done this in Finland and had kept his trousers on, it had been like some political party would have made a complaint saying he went for a run on the beach and didn't get his cock out. There's and the I... answer. Malin Sommern and his wife go and live in Finland. <laughs> Absolutely. Or Berlin. Helsinki would. There you can you waggle your todger as much as you like there. <laughs> his Pollywood would. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm not sure, that's no, it. Then. I don't think it should. I'm not sure Todgers get people on the. I don't think Todgers get people excited, do they? In terms of tuning into something. Well, I don't know. It's got Melinda on our agenda. Melinda's Todger. <laughs> so man, maybe because if you split that up, it's so man. So man, my Lind, <laughs> so man. He was like, look at my Lind. <laughs> look at my gland. My lingam. Ooh. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. A shiva, a lingam is something to do with phallus. It's a Sanskrit word. Okay. Yeah, there we go. We've gone all Giles Brandreth Radio 4 again. We have. As we started, so we shall finish. Oh, and what we ha- what he haven't said is mm. if you're listening to this and you love to go around freely naked in your vicinity or elsewhere, don't we'd like to know. Don't send us any photos. Don't no, send us oh, any we- photos, please. Long, unless you conceal with an aubergine emoji. <laughs> now, if you if you do want to get in touch with us, of course, it's uh, you didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com is our email address, and you can engage with us on Twitter at YDLMF Podcast. And actually, because we're, we're, we've run out of time today, so I'm not going to go into any interactions, I'm afraid. What I will say is that we're very pleased about our Mary Carr having gone finally in the right direction. Go Biden, go Joe, go, and buy Don Trump. Can I just say that we didn't use the line that you said in hindsight about Lady Diana and Martin Bashir, that what you said that? it was a cock-up over a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Bye, and everyone. Do you have anything oh. funny to quickly say as no, we go out? Is, have we had anything when, funny? When you say that, I, I can be funny with you, but when you say, can you be funny now? I just like, oh, no. <laughs> okay, should we do that? that? Should we do that? Three, go two, on, one. Then. Ben, can you be funny now? Look, when we're talking together, I probably can say funny things. But you just put me on the spot and say, be funny now. I'm just like, I love, oh, no. I love, you not, I love you saying that and actually getting a little bit cross instead. <laughs> a tiny bit cross. And yeah, until next peed, week. Slightly and irritated. We got answers on a postcard. It's been a bit, of a bit more of a rushed episode this week. Um, lots going on with us. So collaborations and all sorts of things are coming up. So we'll let you know more next week. Bye.